And welcome in after a snow day that was Mizzou basketball. We didn't have a program on Tuesday night, and normally the kid in me that loves a snow day and shows getting canceled actually kind of missed out. There's a lot to talk about right now, so I miss not having the show. Glad to be back at it. Great program lined up. We have Randy Naughton in studio, my former TV colleague. We did sports together for a number of years. She went to the morning show and I wouldn't see her very often. Then we did a radio show here at KTRS together for about five years, so then I would see her every single day. Uh, now she's got a podcast out. She's retired from TV but staying busy. She's got a million hobbies. But the podcast came out on Tuesday. Some great guests already lined up. We're just going to yuck it up with Randy like we always did. I would tell her she was like my big brother, and I was afraid of her. <laughs> I still am. Uh, so we got the gang back together, and then on Thursday's show – it was not designed to be this way, but it ended up being a general manager's show. We have Doug Armstrong, the Blues GM, and then John Mozeliak. I know, okay, the title's different. Michael Gersh is the GM, but you get the idea. The president of baseball operations, The, I guess the hockey GM, is also the president of hockey operations. So Army and Mo on the Thursday editions, talking about the current state of the Blues current state of the Cardinals with the uh, spring training now only a month away. So Army and Mo coming your way on the Thursday show. We've got Billiken basketball going on tonight. Brandon and I will dig in a little bit on that, how things have gotten off the track for sure. And I think Monday, uh, those guys were on the air, Brendan and Ben Fred, able to talk about the whole Travis Ford son and the burner account. And I was on with McGraw this morning. McGraw's like, what's the big deal? And in one sense, I know what he's saying, but I think a kid defending his dad, we understand that, but I would probably put my name on it. It's just a bad look for a coach who's sort of struggling right now to have a family member secretly defending. It's just a bad look. It's not a crime against humanity. If the kid was blasting his dad, it would be a bigger story. Uh, but Brandon and I will talk a little about that. Mizzou losing at Rupp Arena last night, hung around for a while with Kentucky. And then the Blues got hammered. The Bannister bump has its first its first loss in 2024. They were 2-0 in the new calendar year, but got thumped by Matthew Kachuk and the Florida Panthers. Big Walt will be on next week. We've got a lot to talk about with Big Walt. Matthew coming to town, gets the hat trick. Doug Armstrong, by the way, on the Thursday show will answer the question. I won't say once and for all, but we did bring it up about the Kachuk leaving Calgary. How serious were the Blues? What did it come down to? Why did Kachuk not end up uh, in St. Louis? Plays for the Florida Panthers, but seems to always be around town. He was at O.B. Clark's on the night they played the Blackhawks, and Panger said that. Like, wait a minute, didn't you just just play a hockey game? How did you end up here? Uh, So we'll talk some Blues a little bit later on the show. I'm uh, fired up because I'm freed up now after my afternoon, which was with E, no, I won't say the name. It's a cell phone company. Rhymes with Schmeich, me and T. Okay, but I won't say the name. I was on the phone for an hour. There was a billing issue, so first you wait. And the lady I talked to was very nice and ended up being helpful, but I kept getting put on hold. I would go up to people. I was around some people, and I would hold up my phone. I would show them. I was at 52 minutes, 55 minutes. <laughs> I think I got to 58 minutes. And once it was over, they resolved everything. But I thought, oh, good God. Take away the hours you sleep. How many? How much of my day was spent on the phone with Schmash BNT? Not to name the cell phone company. I wouldn't want to do that. So anyway, now I'm fired up to get to the show with Randy, and maybe uh, our old producer buddy might slide in. You never know. The Zin Man, Mark Zin, is sort of everywhere. 
He's St. Louis's Kramer. He just sort of shows up, and uh, he may be part of the program. So hopefully you enjoy that conversation. Had great news yesterday because Eric Conley is the director at Illinois Recovery Center, and he was on with Wendy and Jennifer, and they're talking about the work that they do, trying to help people kick addiction, a lot of drug, opioid issues in America right now. And they're doing great work at Illinois Recovery Center, but Eric Conley was on the show and he texted me and said right after the show, somebody reached out to us and we're able to get them the help that they need. That's just great to hear. I love when the message gets spread around and people that need help are able to get it, whether it's drugs or alcohol, whatever addiction you're dealing with or somebody in your family, a loved one, a colleague, a co-worker. Check out IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Professional staff, many who have their own story of recovery, getting to the root of the addiction. They do that with all types of therapy, whether it's group therapy or individual therapy. They have a residential program, outpatient treatment as well, safe, inclusive environment. It's over there in Swansea, Illinois. It is a great, great spot doing important work. It's IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Boy, I don't even have any show notes for this interview. Uh, apparently, she worked in TV locally, is what I'm being told by the producers here. Randy Naughton is here oh, in really the house. Nice to meet you for the first time. Great sir. to be here with you, Randy. <laughs> this is this is fun. And you know what I've always thought since you got out of TV, you have what would I? Uh, you have more to say. I have more to say, this and you do realize. Well, where have you ever known me to? shut my mouth right never ever 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 even when i'd say randy shut your mouth <laughs> it <laughs> Which still he never did, did. it he's, still he's didn't work me. i am but scared yeah more to say with randy not is a new podcast i dropped yesterday episodes one and two and it's just you know i'm jumping into the podcast world and it's basically what i did on tv but longer format similar to what you do and uh, interesting conversations with interesting people. And the roster out of the gate is amazing. Are you going to deep tease any of that? Who dropped? Okay. Who dropped? Uh, Who, who's uh, out? Bob Costas. Oh, I've I heard of him. fell out of my chair when he said he would talk with me. <laughs> Normally, the podcast is anywhere between 20 minutes to a half an hour. Um, I was on with Bob Costas for 44 minutes. And when I say he wasn't just placating me, saying, oh, so nice, you have a cute little podcast. Yeah. Hit, the stuff he talked about was incredible. We talked about sports, and the, ideally the reason I wanted him on was to talk about the evolution of sports journalism because it's come so far from his days back at Syracuse and calling basketball and then the Olympics and then, you know, the evolution of social media and how it's so important in the world of sports now. Like, remember our stupid beat-up briefcases that we used to carry on the Rams sideline with, like, 14 media guides in it? Yes. That's, that doesn't happen anymore. I know. I hate it. I miss the media guides. I do. <laughs> you did rely on those. So we talked about that, and we talked about politics in sports. We talked about hot takes, people with, you know, cell phones in their basement who have no accountability about what they say. I mean, when I say Bob Costas went off, he went off, and I was just going, "Oh my God, oh my God, this is this is fabulous, this is amazing, oh my God, this is Bob Costas going off." So, if you have a chance to listen, more I, to say, uh -huh. Randy Naughton, the new podcast came out yesterday. Bob Costas is on there. I will listen to that for sure. There are a handful of people, and you know this. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to visit," we had Dan Dirtoff on Monday night. Always interesting, always funny, right. always good. Bob Costas. Always interesting, always good. You just know going in 
Like he's not going to, he didn't mail it in. No, ever. it was not a stinker. And, you know, I, I obviously very appreciative that he said yes and gave me his time. Did not expect this conversation. And I'll tease it. So you have to listen. I asked him about Bob Costas retiring and he gave me an answer. Is he? Ain't telling you. Ain't telling you. So I have to listen. But uh, two episodes dropped at once. The first one is a pilot. And I talked to this lady named Patricia Cavanaugh. She is a clinical psychologist out of San Francisco. And she specializes in helping people figure out life in retirement. Because I literally Googled when I said, oh, I'm retiring from TV after 40 years, 30 of them at Fox 2. How do you prepare for retirement? Well, almost all the articles were about your money and your IRA and your investments. And it's like, how do you psychologically transform into this world of not having to go to work every day and not getting up at one in the morning and, you know, going to bed at 7 p.m. because you have to get up? How Is you- it purpose that you're kind of you, you're saying what's not per- you're very busy with hobbies. <laughs> But is that part of it is? You, the schedule almost gives you a, a purpose every day. I'm a worker bee, and I don't like to sit around. My husband has perfected the art of retirement. <laughs> My husband, Brian, he was in the corporate world for almost 30 years at MasterCard, and he loves to fish. He loves to golf. He loves to, air quotes, relax. He loves to watch Sounds mo- like drinking to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> he loves to watch movies. So that's what he does. Right. He takes fishing trips with his buddy. And I told him and my daughter, Alex, oh, I'm going to do this podcast. And my daughter's like, why? I go, I don't know. I just kind of really like it. And I, right. on TV, you were very limited with the time you had to be able to speak with someone. So now you're allowed to do super deep dives with your guest and have interesting conversations with interesting people. That's what it's called. And that's what people want. I think what's happened, and I'm lucky here at KTRS because the nightly show, when we Mark Doris and I met like a year ago, almost, and he said, oh, if we did a show every day, what would it sound like? What do you think we could do? And I said, I would like it to be more like a podcast if we can. Yeah. And not every guest wants to stay on that long. But if you can, you know, Deardorff on Monday, if we go 10, 15 minutes, I feel like I'm wanting more. And there's so much interesting. So many layers. And, it, and then you go to 30 minutes and it feels great. But in a typical format, traffic and weather, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Or there's somebody, as you know, in your ear in TV. One of my favorite stories. Rap, rap. The day Stan Musial died. I'm there at 4, 5, 6 in the morning. I'm in the studio. Bernie Miklas is in studio talking about Stan's legacy. And we have... Uh, no, who I'm getting my oh no, Jack Buck died. Right, Bernie's in studio. Stan Musial's on the phone. Stan oh, Musial gosh, calls. I remember him, this, and and it's about two minutes in to Stan Musial telling Jack Buck stories, and the producer says in my ear, "Gotta get to traffic and weather." I took my earpiece out and went ten more minutes. Yeah, because and I went to the news director and I said, "Just so you know, here's what I did." He said, "Oh, good call." I'm like, sometimes. You Sometimes gotta blow you gotta through let it. it. Now, now that's rare. Absolutely, especially if you have incredible content. Like there are a couple of episodes that I did. I will. They won't because they may not. They may not be on the podcast. Frankly, the guest was a stinker, and I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, it's like listening to paint dry. But the other ones I have, 
Alan Hunter, one of the original oh, yeah. MTVs from who now lives in St. Louis. Whoa, he, wait, what he does? Yes, his wife works at Washington University. And I he, hear him on the dial on Classic on 25. 80, no, and it dude, does, he's on 80s on 8 on Sirius XM but he Radio. Also, but he does some uh, Channel 25 also. Classic, does classic he Rewind. Really? Thank yes, you. but he does Peter his Garrier. Sirius XM show from his house in Webster Groves. Oh my did gosh, you know? so, I did not know that. I love he, that. He talked about how he ended up getting the job. We talked about how he and I almost worked together at MTV um, because they called me one day out of the blue and said, hey, you want to come to New York and audition? For, I'm like, and he talks about nobody knew what this was. We didn't know what we were doing. He was given $500 to go to Macy's to buy wardrobe, you know, all the <laughs> color block 80s fun stuff. So he was great. And uh, who else? So he, so he was not in the stinker pile. He will be coming out. It sounds like. You know what is it about Webster? I found out that Bruce Weber, the old Illinois coach, Kansas State coach, lives in Webster. I contacted him. I said, "Do you live in St. Louis?" He said, "Yeah, why?" And I said, "Why stalker?" Yeah, I said, "Come on the show." And he also has a place in Florida, but his kids live here. It's, it's, yeah, it's usually so, the wife, the kids. There's a reason, but okay, I well, love that's that. Like, that's like former Rams head coach Mike Martz, who we back found out town. moved back to St. Louis. I'm like. From the San Diego. Pacific Ocean, Middle Missouri. Okay, I don't get it. But he wanted to be close to his family. so I want him to do commercials for Explore St. Louis. Like, I had a view of the ocean, Marty. I could see it out my window. And like, and pick St. Louis over that. Okay, so more to say is the podcast with Randy Naughton. So how have you spent your time? And do you wake up some days like itching? Or if there, I remember Dick Ford told me this. In retirement, please, please do it. No, in the I'm, accent. Not, I'm not. No, please I'm not do trying. it in the accent. But he said he only he, he only missed the news on the big days. Yes, and he said when there'd be a big story. I was watching the other day. What happened? So and so robbed is. a bank, and I said I wouldn't mind being at the desk today. Like when there's a big story. Yeah. Or if a team's hot, you did a lot of sports, too. It's kind of fun to be a part of that wave. Absolutely. And because, you know, let's be honest, there are days where it's a very mundane business. And it's a very, you know, and especially if you have to anchor from, and I'm talking morning shift, 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., that's six straight hours. I think Pertzborn did that last week. Um it, it it just takes a toll. It's funny. Somebody would tune in at like 8.30 and go, he seems a little flat today. He seems a little like... I just did four and a half. I think I think John tweeted that he anchored thirty hours last week. It's wow. like, oh my God. I remember those days and I don't miss and, them. And I and I understand it's not digging ditches, but it is like a lot of what we do, I think, is can be um, not emotionally exhausting, but you just can't. I will come back from a speaking event, and my wife said, "You seem exhausted." I, said, I am. Well, you got to be on your game, man. Yeah, then and that I didn't takes lift anything. And yes. right. That. Oh, by the way, a speaking engagement. You. At the Jack Buck Awards, at the MAC, Uh-oh. holy hot dog, was that something? <laughs> it was something. The best compliment, and I think we had the GM of the MAC. You on. have a potty mouth, by the well, by. This is this is related. So, <laughs> the event's over, and now in the Jack Buck Grill downstairs. I'm having a cold beverage with the blues crew, Mike Caruso, right. Steve Chapman, all these guys who are blues executives, and Roger Hacker, the new communication. Anyway, the whole group is there, and we're just visiting, talking. And this woman comes over and taps me on the shoulder. I'm going to say 75 to 80 it was her age, roughly. And she said, hey, I, I heard your speech up there. And I, in my head, I'm going, okay, prepare. Here we go. Here You're going to get lambasted. And I said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she said, no, I thought it was great, but 
I didn't know you were like that. <laughs> oh my said, gosh, really? Like, and I'm like, well, wait, have you not been paying attention? If you now, ever need someone to be the roast master, <laughs> Martin is your man. Except as my wife Kim always points out, not every event is a roast. And I'm like, yeah, but they, they well, don't mind. Well, that's how you started the whole thing. Sometimes when you go to an event, she says, Martin, try not to be a jerk. But this time, she kind of knew because you had that glint in your <laughs> eye. This time she said, Martin, don't, don't be, be an a-hole. <laughs> yes. I do think, Dan McLaughlin and I had this conversation on a podcast that we do, and I said there are some jokes, and I've argued with my wife about this, because you know you can clean it up, clean it up. I don't like comedians who say the F word over and over. It, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable, which sounds like a hypocrite. I do think some jokes, when punctuated with a swear word, are funnier. Absolutely. The new GM at the MAC is over in the corner. I don't know, really know the guy that well. And people at the MAC are old school. Is like, this the Chip guy? Yes. Chip? And so, His name is Chip. So people... Down there, say we used to have caramel rolls. What happened to the car? They'd always have them out sitting oh, yeah, at lunch. Really so people good. still talk about the caramel rolls. So, in that Jack Buck speech or whatever you want to call it, I said, "Where's Chip at?" Chip, and he waves you know, innocently. Hey, everybody! The new GM, Chip Mish, is here. And I said, "How long have you been here? What three months or whatever?" I said, "No caramel rolls. What the beep?" If I had just said, Jeepers, what's going on with them caramel rolls? No, it's not as funny. Martin said, "Where are the effing caramel yes. rolls?" Okay, and and I don't know him that well. The next, so everyone's <laughs> part of, and I'm not, I'm not a comedian, but part of doing comedy at times is you got to take a chance. And the next day, and Rodney Stoyer, who you know well, yes. works with him. Rodney called and said, "Where are you?" I said, "I'm at radio." He said, "I'm coming out there." I said, "Well, I'm leaving." He goes, "Just wait." I said, "Oh, what, we can meet tomorrow." He goes, "No, I'm coming that way." Hands me a tin, and it's caramel rolls, <laughs> and I open it up, and it's from Rodney and Chip, and it said, "Here are your." Bleep and caramel rolls. Oh, nice. And I said, that's a good sign. That means that they get it. Yes, they had fun. Yes, they're on board with you. But it's something, and you deal with this when you're a female on TV, female in sports especially, there are just going to be some people who don't like you. No. And you have to just like let it go. Well, and in a room like that, if I say something kind of offensive or kind of rude, I'm going for laughs. And if 15% of the people there think, this guy's a jerk, I'll never listen to him again, I I got to live with that because if I go up there, hi, everybody, nice to be here. I'm presenting an award tonight and you have no effect, yeah. then you lose. Yeah, I agree with that. And you're right about the whole, you know, when I when I went into sports in St. Louis in the 90s, of course there were not people who were on board. St. Louis is hallowed ground when it comes to sports. And who is this chick with the, you know, the lipstick and the and the sassy mouth from New York. New York. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm even a New Yorker. Worse. Yeah, even worse. So you can bet there was, you know, misogyny and pushback. And some of some of the people who are guilty of that still work in this market today. And, you know, it's like, I know what you did. I, I don't forget. I remember. But I'm not an, I'm not a jerk about it. There's no retribution. I'm not out to get them. I'm not hammering them on social media. You know what? I think I just went along my way and did my thing and surely made mistakes and mispronounced people's names. And of course, it was magnified because I was a female in sports. Um, but, you know, I just did my thing. And I think, you know, I spent 30 years, 30 years at Fox 2, 10 in Buffalo, New York. So I spent 40 years in TV and radio which I, I love it. I, I love radio. And I can say this now. I like radio way more than TV. Always have. 
um, because you can just kind of. We have more to say, and I'm not yes, trying to be cute, no, but it's true. You're like, absolutely right. You can kind of let it breathe. And believe me, we went through, my producers and I went through a lot. It's like, well, what do we call it? And it's like, uh, Randy's back, or hey, she's back, or she's not retired. You know, Big mouth strikes again. <laughs> exactly. Like, what's the right name? So we came up with more to say, and it really works and because after 40 years, I have more to say. You know. So when there's a critic, and this is my argument, is if somebody has an opinion, if somebody emails me and says, you're fat, you're stupid, like that's an opinion. I, oh, I, and, and, and for, saying, I don't for those argue. who are listening, yes, you get those on the daily. Yeah, and I'm saying, but it's hard and women get it a thousand times more. Yep. It's not fair. But even on Twitter now where people are more interactive, if they have an opinion and if they don't like me or like, there's nothing I can say. Now, if they're factually incorrect, right, you'll let I know. will let them know. And so the great example, and we talked a lot about it on Monday, but Packers-Bears Everyone was furious on Sunday that Fox 2 didn't carry the game. We got a ton of emails, a ton of calls, and I kept tweeting and I did a commentary and I kept saying, these are great complaints, except the game is on CBS. <laughs> like, get it right. Exactly. Like, if you're mad Come as with hell, receipts if you're going to call someone out. At least out. be correct. And so when people say, you said the other day that they shouldn't have fired you know, so-and-so, I'm like, I actually never said that. So if they factually are wrong, I will argue. Otherwise, there are so many keyboard cowboys and everyone is has such courage when they're typing stuff out and sure they'll call you out and if i'm wrong okay and if they say that dress looks terrible on you i could see your bra bulge or you need to wear spanks i mean it's it runs the I gamut two of those <laughs> <laughs> it runs the gamut of people and 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 i've always used the philosophy that i try to teach my daughter growing up when she was bullied in school be the bigger person. And all I would say is, well, you can't please anyone. Thanks for watching Fox 2. You can't please everyone. Appreciate so. you watching. Don't You can't do the Charles Jaco, bleep yourself, bleep yourself, refer back to the first answer, bleep yourself. Right. But Even now, though it's tempting. But now that, you know, now that I don't have to work for the corporate, corporate sure. anymore, I can say what I oh, want. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let him. Oh, look out. Randy Naughton, more to say <laughs> is the podcast. Baby. Did I bury the lead? The Buffalo Bills are the hottest team oh, in the NFL. My. This team is going to give me this cardiac arrest that is that just lingering in my veins right now. What a swing, though. I mean, they could have been the seventh-seeded team. Instead, <sighs> they win Sunday night in Miami, and now they're hosting Pittsburgh. If Jacksonville won the and the Bills lost, they would have been eliminated, eliminated from yeah. the playoffs. So here they are, the two seed. What a swing! Oh, they tried hard to lose it. Yeah, and like, well, isn't Josh Allen Brett Favre? He just he's going to do so many stupid things, but yet, oh, he might make a big play. Oh, he's really good, but oh, why did he do that? He was a better running back than a quarterback in that game on on Sunday. So do you watch every game? Every game, screaming like crazy. I even go to Buffalo and watch it with my sister, who really? has season tickets. Does Brian leave the room? Does he, he he does not like rooting for the Bills. He's still a Rams fan. Oh, he's such a jerk. He's still no, he's not a jerk. He goes, it's not. I mean, the don't tell my son. I'm still afraid. He goes, of them, why but... do you still hate the Rams? I go because Demoff and all those weasels and Cronky. They came on TV. You were sat, sitting right next to him. Sitting next to Demoff and lied to my face. Right. Lied to our viewers. Lied to St. Louis. And I will. I don't. I don't. I. You know, Cronky and the whole Walmart fam. I don't go to Walmart because of it. <laughs> I might be taking it a little bit too far, no? but I don't. 
I had to go to Sam's recently and I felt dirty. Yes. I needed exactly. to take a shower after. Cronky money. Uh, what's acceptable for the Bills? If they win a game, are you happy or no? At this point, you get, you're in it, you got to go you mean all the if, way. If they, like, if they win a playoff game and then get bounced, no, are you... No, because I know they're capable of doing it, but I also know they're capable of tanking huge as well, like they've done right. a, a number of times. So my thing is you don't know what team is going to show up, right? I saw the Steelers against the Ravens over the weekend because I understood the repercussions with the postgame or the postseason, and I'm like, mm, I mean – you just you just don't know what team's going to show up. But when you're at home in Buffalo with that unbelievably crazed fan base, I mean, they're nuts. They literally light themselves on fire and fly into tables. I like the fact that they're in the, the woke or PC world we're in, everybody's still okay with that. Like even on like <laughs> national TV, like, and how about those Bills fans? And it's a guy like face planting on a card table. And everybody's amazing. like, oh, isn't that great? It, it is a lot and of you know fun. he's hammered. And nobody's like calling it out, which is great. It's, Everybody talks about- You guys about- are grandfathered in for being idiots in Buffalo. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's okay up That's there. That's a badge I wear with honor, Martin. Right. <laughs> uh, Randy's here. We- we should do a radio. Oh, wait, we did a radio show for like five years right here. Yes, at KTRS. Some of my favorite times. Uh, I've got a surprise. Can you stick around? Do you have? Yes. Do you have more to say? I do have more to say okay. on my podcast, but I can hang out here. All right, we'll do that when we come back. You know, Randy's got time on her hands. She should do some traveling. She can go. Actually, she does. She goes to Buffalo to watch those Bills games. Altair Travel, a place to go for all your travel needs, whether it's domestic or international, business or pleasure. Business owners, think about this. They can assist you with business incentives. Families that are planning a wedding, a honeymoon, a beach vacation, helping your kids, planning things out, adventure, holiday. Altair Travel can help you with all of those travel needs. Altair Travel and Cruises. Never been on a cruise? Check in with their experts. They have 50-plus travel specialists that can outline that trip for you. Make it happen. Make your travel dreams come true. Even better, set up your appointment at their meeting space called The Living Room. What a cool place that is to sit and talk about travel. Brentwood location, they've been there for years on Brentwood Boulevard, right next to O.B. Clark's. On the web, it's allterratravel.com. Call and set up the appointment at 314-968-9600. 314-968-9600. All those experts are waiting to help you, whether you're going across seas or... Just going down to Florida, spring break. You need some help planning your trip? Call the folks at Altair Travel. Randy Naughton is my guest here. It's the Kilcoin Conversation. We're talking about her new podcast, which came out on Tuesday. More to say, Bob Costas, among the early guests who have, have dropped, as the kids say, Spotify, iTunes, where everywhere, are we? Everywhere. And you have a website as well? Yes, randynaughton.com, and it has a link to the podcasts. And, you know, I do voiceover work as well. That's another thing I do for my house. I'm on commercials and phone systems and those horrible tutorials you have to do at work that says, click the next window to move on. You know, that stuff. I wish Randy could do those tutorials in her own personality. Like, click the next button, idiot. Like, like, like <laughs> I'm a nice you, person no, I'm just until saying, someone pisses me off. Uh, we have a surprise <laughs> for you. Oh, I know that laugh. Mark Zinn is hello, here. Hello, hello. Oh we, we did God. have a radio show for a while in many formations. Was the that one, Judo Chop I just Judo yeah, Chop is here. Mark out. Zinn, friend Woo-hoo. of the station. Yeah. And uh, loyal listener of KTRS, yeah. I want to say. I get a lot of texts about shows or segments. Mark Zinn, the, how the, are you? Well, the gang's back together. How, how, how could I? I kind of dig this. I don't, I don't even recognize you because you were on time. No offense. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you know, I think when I when I transitioned when I when I got exiled to do television across the other side of the state, St. Joe, Missouri. Yeah, they, uh, you know, you uh, weren't you exiled. Be pu- well, you yeah, took well, a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, "I'll take that job I, to get fine. paid money." It's fine. It, the weather over there is wild, so it was actually really fun. But you, you know, you got to have you have hard hard starts. <laughs> yeah. How about? St. Joe, Missouri. What did you know before you went? I've never been there. What did you know? It's what either. an hour from KC. Uh, yeah, uh, so you it's could really whip- like it's about it's about forty minutes north of KC's airport, um, which is about an hour north, north of, Kansas of KC. City, yes, right? That's uh, a pain you know in it's a very night. old historic town. Um, it, it got really caught up in the Pony Express. This was going to be it. This is it. Here we go. <laughs> of course, you know, like thirty-four they days. Down on thirty-four that. days later, they realized, you know, we should just move the mail on railroads. <laughs> And uh, that thing wait, went the, belly wait. up. Seriously, the Pony Express only lasted 34 uh, days? It did not last more than two months. Okay. And now I I'm going to work tonight. I'm going to be down a rabbit hole reading about the Pony Express. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at That's first cool. you're like, all right, this is great. Let's get him on the horseback. And then you hear the, uh, you know, what's that train Well, one thing faster? about Mark, not only is he, here's th- three things about Mark. Okay. He loves weather. I absolutely loves weather. Oh, he yeah. is a weather guru. He'll call you to you give you the forecast. Guru? No, guru. Yeah, even when you don't ask. <laughs> Mark, lo- he loves Missouri politics. He'll mm-hmm. tell you everything mm-hmm. you didn't want to know. You know, it's election season. <laughs> get hey, going. you called the Trump. I the was, night, you, you know. You said, I'm not saying it's good or bad or indifferent. I, you just said the night before, I am predicting. Donald Trump will win in 2016. I lost followers. People were cussing at me. I just made a prediction. Uh, and if you're asking for my predictions for 2024, I think he did. Did, did you, Mark? I didn't. I, I mean, the only thing <laughs> I feel like I, I, the only thing I feel like is I don't feel like it's going to be Biden versus Trump. I'm not saying which like, one. Things it is. are going to change. Yeah, something's going to. Just doesn't seem right. You're forecasting some changes. I mean, how many times has the president fallen down Air Force One that we've seen? Yeah. Are you talking about Biden? Biden. Okay. And Trump, while you, everyone's like, oh, issues. he's definitely still up there. But he's got a lot of legal there, issues. Yeah, yeah I've few. heard that. Yeah. This is, so towards and the, just pick one, and that could be it. Right. So towards the end of the Martin and Randy show, which unfortunately was not called the Martin and Randy show. What was it called? I think it was oh, called yeah. the Kill, Martin Kilquinn show. With Randy Dunn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But towards the Wait end of- Why did you get top billing? Uh, I, okay. Now I regret okay. that. Okay. I, looking back, I regret it <laughs> all. It was unfair. It was, McGraw, I think. Was yeah, he, the, misogynist. <laughs> but towards the end of doing the show, one of the real frustrating things was making fun of Hillary and immediately the texters, oh, you're a jerk. Make fun of Trump. Oh, you're one of those woke liberals. I'm like, you couldn't you, do it. And I like to make, I like to make fun of everybody. That right. is why I do not do politics. Right. I never it's did it tough. on TV. I will not do it on my podcast. In fact, I had a couple of requests for radio interviews that lean one way or another. I'm not even going to say where. And I said, nope, I don't do politics. I don't get engaged. There are enough people out there just force feeding their opinion on you. And the bottom line is. My opinion does not matter. Nobody gives a crap. At the ballot box, it matters. It does matter, at the, and that's the only place. But me yapping on the radio or in a podcast about something, about a candidate or an issue, I have my personal issues and my personal beliefs, which will stay that way. But I have never delved into the world of politics. Yeah, and you and I were largely that way, and that's why I think people like the show because we kind of have Very fun. Very independent. But if there's an issue, hey, if City Hall is on fire, we're going to talk about uh-huh. it. If there's but a ballot issue. you have people on on both get, sides. Interesting guests. Yes. Right. Oh, for sure. I love doing that. I just hate the critique. Even now, if you're with friends of yours and they say, oh, oh that no. Biden's the worst. Oh, Trump's the worst. I still kind of like shrink. I don't really I walked get out into of that. the room at a dinner party when they started. Yep. And I'm like, 
Wait, are you guys? I said I don't engage. I, have I will one more, not. I have one more prediction. I think this is going to be a very tumultuous year. You might be talking well, a lot more about safe. politics. I think oh, that's yeah. safe. I think that's I mean, safe. it's just like it's it's pretty nasty. So we'll so get back to that cardinal bullpen. I want to know, Mark, what you're doing with yourself these days. Right. Yeah, the so, Zin man. I, so in St. Joe, how many years? I was up there for seven years. Seven. Can you believe it was that long? And I never Crazy. visited. Had a yeah. blast. I got We're hired invited? to do uh, the no. weekend no. meteorologist, and then I reported three days a week. And I loved reporting. I, and I covered state government, state politics. What a shock! <laughs> and then we had a daily newspaper at the time, a converged newsroom. I don't know. A couple months in, it, the editor of the newspaper comes out just. In disgust, and he's just looking around at everybody. He goes, "Why is our weekend weather guy writing the most impactful stories?" Like, hey, wow. hey, hey, thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, we will <laughs> see snow doing? tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but like, I, so I've really enjoyed the journalism aspect of that, and I, I got to write some really cool. So they're owned by the paper. Uh, yeah, so it's a family-owned company that we own about. We're in about ten television markets. Their flagship uh, stations in St. Joe with the newspaper. They're from St. Joe, the Bradley family. Sure. Nice. Great family. That's kind of cool, though. And one to of get Brad- to write during the week and mm-hmm. do TV. He's okay. one of the smartest guys I know. And then really. when they moved me over to the interim chief position, I was kind of bummed because I didn't get to write anymore. So I'm like. I so you're doing a, more weather at that point. I, I want to write a weather column. So I got to uh, write a weekly weather column. So that was Does fun. your license still say STLWX? You know it. STL weather. STLWX. I, I got to say, it's a little presumptuous. You know, like, um, who's Martin? in charge of St. Louis weather? The Zin man. Apparently hey, this guy. Did you know that Mark wrote a story with me in it? Uh, last no. year yes because i think you actually said it to me oh yeah you. a weather column yeah, yeah yeah a weather column because we were talking about something weather wise and i and he was people were squawking oh the weather's terrible it's raining right, it's correct. snowing and you gave me and a great line i said there is no such thing as bad weather only bad clothing and i sincerely believe that and wow. if you're dressed it for line. it if you're dressed for it it's go out and line. enjoy and i do every day Wow, that is a great That's a line. Really good I, very line. profound. I did think of, and I'm not trying to just talk like Dick Ford, but I did think of <laughs> another line. When you were talking about your opinion on politics or weighing in, Dick Ford said when he retired, they tried to have him do like nightly commentary on like city, St. Louis city issues right. to weigh in on the, the mayor's office or crime or whatever. He said, I spent 50 years making friends. I'm not going to spend the right. next two losing them all. Of course. And I thought that's a great way to put it. Yeah. In journalism, I feel like. Like you, you have to make friends. No, you oh, have to make friends okay. on both sides. Like you want them to trust you. You want them to answer your phone call. Like my the role decks of state senators and state reps. They'll, they'll you just text them now and they'll get back to you. They all want pub, right? They all yeah, want yeah, publicity. Yeah, sure. So it's like it, really an easy get. Uh, on get. this on this show, we had Bill Bradley. It's before he got the Musial Award, right? And he, it was guest on the show, and we're talking about the divisive nature of politics today because he was largely known for his civility, very much so. statesmanship. Yep. both sides and of the aisle. He right? said he went to uh, Cory Booker, New Jersey senator, early on, and said, first thing you need to do." And Cory Booker's a Democrat. He said, you need to make 10 friends that are Republicans that are in Senate at the same time as you and so you can work on some policies and some issues. Because that should be largely, don't get me on a rant, but in Congress they should be, that should be taking the care of the government's, the, the business of the people instead of all this other nonsense. And he's done that. Cory Booker's actually you know, kind of came out as uh, some, someone who can work uh, across both uh, sides of the aisle. How about that? The a Zin formidable man. candidate. Uh, I feel smart now. What's going on? 
So you did TV for seven years, and now are you a bit of a free agent right now? I'm a little is bit that, of a free is agent. Is this like a, an audition here? I don't know. I can't. Well, all the t- radio execs are listening. Yeah, and this is the show we don't need. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I don't want to work uh, up the dial. Don't worry. No, no. Well, I wasn't afraid we we're going to yeah, lose you. That. <laughs> there ah, there's that laugh. Oh, okay. Everyone remembers that laugh. Are no. you? <laughs> but, well, judo chop. People I, would just uh, text in judo chop. That's it. Did I call it that? Is that how it started? You or a texter. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Yeah, it might it have was, been a texture. Isn't that from like a cartoon from the like, 60s, like Hong Kong Fooey like, or something uh, like that? Yeah. Uh, so I'm a free no. agent. I'm, we're actually working on a project, uh, a book project. Don't want to give too many details away. Yeah. I right? know, I right? know. Uh, and then I'm also, here's the best part. I'm substitute teaching. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm guest teaching. It's, uh, Is that the new phrase? Yeah, Is it what, offensive we, to say substitute? I find it offensive. Oh, uh, you and, and once I figured out that they called themselves guest teachers, I'm like, this is this is a what uh, what ball school ball. district? The Great Limburg School District. Nice. Oh, and district. If I have anybody listening, I, you know, I'm helping out with the eighth grade basketball team at Sparing. Okay. So go so, so when, Flyers. So when kids go into class, you're like the cool substitute. They, they like Mr. Do you just Zinn. mail it in? They I, mean, like, what, I don't mail it in. So he do you doesn't. have to jump in mid-topic? But let's say the English teacher's out or what, you have to just pick up the, the they coursework? They usually heck, have something for them to do. It's all on this thing called Canvas. Do we know what Canvas is? Any of you guys no. know? No one knows what Canvas sure. is. No. It's some thing on your computer or something. Sure. I don't know. They have the assignments <laughs> there. One thing I will Did share. they screen you before you got hired? Yeah, they I mean, screen no offense. Me. No, they, <laughs> not taking Martin. Jeez. I told I told, two background tests. I, I, what the first I one. told my wife, I would love to sit in a class taught by Mark, and I'm being serious. Yeah, I would enjoy that. I would you have would to learn tape. a lot. I'm telling you right now, the I kids, would, the kids, the kids tend to really like me. Kind of like a Wes Anderson movie, kind of with you up there, probably. Or just just being uh, Kramer. Just hey, we got a pencil there. sharpener, kids. You know what a pencil sharpener is? Let's talk about. Where the it. heck like, are those? These what do you guys days? think about TWA Flight 800? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, all I right, kids, t- close your books. <laughs> Let's talk conspiracies. Do you want to hear a conspiracy? I'm not even kidding. And kids are at home you? around the dinner table. Mr. Zinn today said JFK wasn't really murdered. Like, whoa. I would never say that. Whoa. Well, I might say that. So you three are going to be mind blown. You know what the conspiracy is across all I've, you know, sixth, seventh high schools? They all think Helen Keller wasn't real. I'm not kidding. Oh, no. You hear that once, you're like, hey, well, everybody knows Helen Keller wasn't real. That's terrible. Really? I never what do you heard mean? That. Your tax she wasn't real, Mr. Zinn? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have to look into that one. (laughs) (laughs) A little scribble, a little note there. Mark Zinn, the guest. Randy Naughton, the guest. The Kilquin Conversation. A reunion of sorts. Back to the old radio days. We had a lot of fun. We'd go on remotes. Randy would be there first, very organized. Always. And then I would be there next, slightly organized. And then the producer would be there 15 minutes into the show. I'm like, is there an issue? And I love Zinn. I'm like, smoking a cigarette out in the parking lot. Maybe be be first. Don't be last. I love the Zinn, man. We were like your big big brother, big sister kind of dynamic. Some of the best times. I mean, well, like, I mean, you are who you are now because of us. I you know I, that. I, you guys both. You guys both. You are the me. great guest teacher because of us. You, that, that's correct. <laughs> you guys both encouraged me to go on TV, and I had so much fun. Yeah. And that was like my natural medium. You, you liked radio, and I got used to radio. But television, I just, I was so just, I just felt like myself. I would send clips to the Dorseys, Mark Dorsey, Matt Dorsey, because oh, you would send me some clips when you were being silly. Of course. And I'm like, oh, I like the weatherman the... who has oh, some fun. Oh yes. Well, I mean, in the morning. Right? Right. Unless, unless we're in storm mode, Steve Templeton. Right. Unless we're in storm mode, <laughs> which I get and I love. And I'm like, and everybody in our newsroom, like, uh oh, Mark's in storm mode. You know, like, look out. Yeah, you know, but watch out. But like, other than that, 
We're all having fun, right? It's yeah. entertainment. It's a morning show. Well, great to see you guys. We'll do it again. I'd and, love uh, to. This is fun. Randy, I'm looking forward to it. More to say. Your website is randynaughton.com. Yep. That's the podcast. Bob Costas, the clinical psychologist for people retiring. Yes. Trying this, to figure the, out what life is like. Believe me, it is not easy to make that transition in your brain going, da, 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 da. what am I going to do now? Well, blah, don't worry. Blah, blah, blah. I got four kids. I won't be retiring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. It's called More to Say with Randy Naughton. It's on all your streaming platforms. Easy to find. Or if you want to just go to my website, randynaughton.com, you can click on the little picture there, and boom, you'll get there. You got, you got a video thing too, right? Yeah, a little video tease, which I'm going to be Ooh, dropping nice. on social media. Dropping. You'll see that. Kind of like a, a tease of all the guests, little snippets of everybody, to just let you know I'm not lying, that I really did talk to Bob Costas for a long time. I can't wait. All right, guys, thanks so much. So much fun having Randy and Zinn <laughs> getting the gang. What did, what did Army say? You can't keep the band together forever. Yeah, but you can go on a reunion tour. Got the band back together, and maybe we'll do that every once in a while here on the Killcoin Conversation. Maybe we'll tape it on remote. We should go down to the pitch. That's a great new hangout. Well, I guess it's not that new anymore. Came along last year with City SC. Timing was perfect because it's a soccer bar, a soccer hangout, and it just happens to be right across the street from City Park. It's called The Pitch. It's a beautiful athletic club and tavern. And when you walk inside, you say, I didn't know what Martin meant when he said athletic club and tavern. you got that rich wood feel, the green leather seating. It just kind of has a New York City vibe to it. Soccer fans have figured it out. Place to watch the Champions League, the Bundesliga. If you love soccer, this is the place to hang out. And you're not sitting on a bar stool watching the game. They've got large couches, oversized chairs. Get comfortable. Sit back. Enjoy the soccer. Perfect hangout as City SC rolls out year two in the MLS. Or if you're going to the Blues game, it's right down the street off market. Real close to Enterprise Center, the pitch, the latest creation from Bob and Steve O'Loughlin. Great food, great layout right across from City Park. You can't miss it. If you want to get a sneak peek, go online. It's thepitch-stl.com. And we close things out. He's the closer. He's our Isringhausen, right? He's our Bruce Sutter. Brendan Weesey comes out of the bullpen Every night at about 6.50 to close it out here on the Killcoin Conversation. I'll After, take Izzy, Izzy? Or, or Eckersley or uh, I won't take like Jeff Brantley or Ricky okay. Batalico. Well, there was or, that stretch, oh 98, 99-ish. Yeah, brutal. Well, post-Eckersley. Post-Eckersley, Boy, yeah. the Cardinals over the years, we we know this, but from Bruce Suter. And you had, going back, you had Al Roboski, but you had Lee Smith and Tom Hankey. There's always been, Man. I mean, Trevor Rosenthal had a moment there where he was an all-star. Yeah. There have been a lot of great Cardinal closers. Brantley and Metallica would not be in they that. They would not be on that list. That, they would Ooh. not be. If, there, if, you, if you even have some semblance of a closer in McGuire's 98 season, the Cardinals are in the playoffs. Because that offense, I mean, you had Big Mac, that offense was good. I digress, but that's uh, that's kind of a bummer of the uh, Larusa McGuire era that could have been a little better. I remember Larusa spring training. I guess it would have been 2000 because I said, we did a sit-down interview, and I said, you're coming off three bad years. <laughs> And he said, excuse me, what? And I said, well, you're coming off the three bad. He goes, what do you mean bad years? And I said, well, I said, you, you were losing. No, I didn't lose. 98, we had a winning record. And I was like, uh, remember they did because in they September yeah. they were way under. But in September during all the McGuire mania, they went like 20 and 8 or something crazy. And so they ended up four games over, even though it was yeah. a terrible team all year. Win loss wise, and I remember I had to go like look it up. I said, oh, 98 man, we had a winning record. And I said, okay, well, 
non-playoff years, <laughs> three straight non-playoff years. Like, good gravy. You sit down with a lawyer. You better be ready. Uh, I did hear you and Ben, Fred. I was in my car on Monday. It's all of the Travis Ford, Suns, Ooh, burner man. account story sort of unfolded. Uh, are you with me that he deserves credit for at least owning it? Totally. Right away? Yeah. I guess I think most coaches, parents, you imagine Belichick or any of these people saying, not a topic, not talking about it. Not to, he just said, I just found out, and I talked to my son, and he shouldn't have been doing that. He was obviously defending his dad, but still kind of a, a, a way you don't want to do it. I texted you and Ben around, what, 5 or 5.30 yeah, Monday afternoon. Me. I sent you the, the, the screen grab, and then Rammer asks him about it on his coach's show an hour or so later, and Ford says, yeah, and basically owned up to all of it. So something that could have been a real mess and maybe hovers over the program for a few days, like, oh, man, here's something else they've got to worry about. T. Ford immediately nipped it in the bud. Now it's still kind of a, a weird sort of deal, and it's not something you'd be pretty excited about as, as a program that's got enough problems right now. But, yeah, kudos to Travis, to to immediately not l- making this some sort of a serious issue that uh, kind of permeates th- throughout the club, I, I I think he he handled it a- about as good as you can in today's social media world, where this kind of stuff takes off in a blink. Yeah, and I said, I think at at the time on TV, maybe even to McGraw, I said, this it's not a scandal, but this will go away. The scrutiny and concerns about the program will not. You're playing St. Joe's tonight, and you're an underdog at home. Your net ranking Ooh. is horrific. It's it's fallen off the tracks quickly. So that conversation is just, I hate to say it for Travis, but that conversation is just getting going. You can never be, even in the conversation, uh, in, in, in for the worst team in the Atlantic 10. This, this league's not good enough for that. It's one thing if you're in the Big Ten or the SEC, it's going to happen or the sometimes. Big East. Or the Big East, the A10, and and SLU's got the lowest. They've got the lowest Ken Palm. They might have the lowest net as well ranking. That is inexcusable, and and that's just another uh, another item on the list as to why this something's got to change and, and I don't know what it is and and maybe it is the maybe the head coach has got to go maybe maybe the the writing's on the wall for Travis Ford but for a slew Billiken program that's got a proud basketball tradition this it uh, this kind of uh, production just can't continue and it doesn't help slew that Mizzou's basketball program is on the rise even though this year's team is you know, going to be maybe mediocre at best. I thought they hung around with Kentucky. They I mean, did, did, did yeah. not embarrass themselves in a trip to Lexington in a year where the Wildcats are back up. If I told Ben this last night after the game, if last night's game was the opener on Saturday, I'd feel I'd still feel really good about Mizzou's situation because that was a hard-fought game. The way they lost to Georgia at home, it, it really kind of brought you down. But I thought they battled again last night. I thought it was Noah Carter's best game in a long time. If they play like they did last night at home against South Carolina Saturday, that could be a win. I think they've got plenty of opportunities for wins in this SEC if they play like they did last night. Kentucky's very good. Might be a Final Four team by the time it's all said and done this year. It's like I tell my seventh-grade squad, Brendan. I'm not the head coach. I'm the associate head coach. <laughs> Get to carry a clipboard. But we've lost a bunch of games, but we played really well in one. And I said, if you play like that again, 
we will win some games. Yeah, I love and we it. haven't. We haven't yet. <laughs> uh, what's what's coming up on the big sports show? We got. Uh, in fact, we'll talk. Uh, we'll we'll hear from Dennis Gates and Tiger. Oh, they're going to talk. Kelly here. Basketball. Your moments. No. <laughs> just your moments. We'll talk some golf in the eight o'clock hour. Sony Open tomorrow on the PGA Tour. I know we're anxiously awaiting your pick in, in our golf oh pool boy, that I don't oh think boy. is going to come, but um, uh, looking forward to that first full field of the year on the PGA Tour. All right, we talk Mizzou, and when we do that, I think about our friends at AAA Home Services. They have been a great sponsor for Mizzou football, Mizzou basketball. They, of course, are an independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Been around St. Louis since 1970, and we know it's about to get really frigid cold. So if the furnace is not working right or if you have any issues, get ahead of it. Call the folks at AAA, 636-397-3200, 636-397-3200. You can also go on the web. It's aaastl.com. And when the furnace acts up, they know that's a big deal. They'll try and get out there same day, if not the very next day. AAA Home Services also can take care of your plumbing needs, electrical, appliance repair, all of it one spot. So when we say AAA is on the way, it's good news because they can help you in a multitude of ways. AAA Home Services, working with American Standard, a lot of great rebates throughout the year, sometimes up to $2,500 in rebates on a qualifying American Standard heating and cooling system. So for all your home needs, it is AAA Home Services on the web, AAASTL.com.